to our Bearcat alumni chat. Once again, I am Victoria Kissling, one of our sports information interns, and today I'm joined by fellow interns Julie Catone, Casper Gossick, and Christine Trimarco. Also with us is our assistant athletic director and sports information director, the one and only John Nevis. Today our special guest is former men's basketball player and graduate assistant Abe Akamu. So welcome Abe and thank you so very much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be back with Baruch. Um, had a great time in my three years at Baruch College, so it's always good to come back. Abe played as a Bearcat from 2013 to 2015, and in 2016, he was awarded the Burt Beagle Alumni Association Award. While attending graduate school at Baruch for Higher Education Administration, Abe was a graduate assistant to the Baruch men's basketball team. From September 2016 to June 2017, he was a global history teacher and head freshman basketball coach at Severian High School, his alma mater. Abe also spent numerous summers teaching at various basketball camps like Nike basketball camp and the New York Knicks summer um, basketball camp. More recently, Abe debuted his first children's book entitled Brand New Shoes, which we'll discuss later in this podcast. And with that, we arrive at the first question. So what was it like being a student athlete at Brute College? Yeah, um, so playing at Baruch, um, the truth is I didn't get to play that many games. I, I was at Baruch for three for three years. Um, I only was able to play four games. So my experience is a little bit different. Um, I didn't get to experience the CUNYAC playoffs, Battle of Lexington, all those type of things. Um, but my experience here, it, I, I like to focus in on, you know, playing for John, John Alisi um, and playing for him. Uh, he runs he runs his program. I know you guys, you all have seen it. He runs it like a division one program. Um, and before I got to Baruch, I was playing at division two school. Um, <clears throat> so transferring down D3 and, and being, you know, a part of a program that is ran like a division one, it felt special. You know, you felt like you felt like you were at that level. You know, the film, uh, the, the, the pre the pre warm up stuff, um, the, the team meal, the travel, we went to Canada uh, my grad year. Um, in the preseason. So John just, he, he does so many great things. The, the gear that he gives um, does so many great things. Um, so it actually felt like I was playing for a division one program. Um, and so to me, that was special. And then obviously the team camaraderie, um, just being with the being with the guys, being with the fellas and being able to, you know, go to war and practice and go to war in the games and, and just experience that. Um, but for me, I can, I can just say like playing for John, and being around, you know, his level of expertise and his commitment and focus uh, to the program and, and to being great. That was probably one of the highlights. That sounds really special. What would you say your favorite memory as a student athlete would be? So I'm a, I don't bring out the ring at all. I had a reason to, <laughs> I had a reason to, I had a reason to do it today. Here goes the ring. This was the, this was the best moment, uh, 2015, 2016. Uh, championship that we won. Um, I did not play in the game. I was I actually got injured in the I guess, second game of the season. Um, so I was out, but I know, you know, there were seniors on the team, Brian McMahon, uh, Granville Gittins. Um, and I know they really wanted a championship before they left. And, you know, me going that going down early on in the season, um, it, it really hurt me because I felt like I was letting everyone down. So to make it into the championship and for us to to win, I, I don't know if you guys have pictured anything. I was very emotional because, you know, I felt like, you know, if we lost, I would have wore that, I would have had that burden on my shoulders that I wasn't out there and I let them down, you know, two years in a row, you know. So um, winning that was very special to me. Um, it took a lot of weight off my shoulders and I was definitely happy for the seniors 
and I was definitely happy for the coaching staff and the rest of the team members. But that was that was a great moment for me. I was extremely happy, you know, to be considered a champion. Seems that's where being a team really shined through. That you you may not have been able to play, but your team was there for you, and you were there to watch them and support them. So they picked like they picked up the slack because you couldn't play, but you guys still won, and you were still part of the team. So with that. How are you able to balance being a student athlete with your academics? Yeah, so for me, when I got to Baruch, I was I was extremely focused on only two things. It was school, and it was uh, it was school and playing basketball. So that's where I spent all my time. If I wasn't in a gym or the weight room, I was in a library. Um, I didn't do too much socializing. Um, the, my schedule didn't allow for that, and just the, the level of focus um, that I came in with. It was library gym, weight room. And so I actually was able to balance it out well because I sacrificed in other areas. Also, um, if there was one day you could relive as a Bearcat, what would it be and why? That's a great question. So I'm going to relive my first ever game that I ever played at Baruch College. That is against Franklin and Marshall. Um, the one I, I was, <laughs> I just transferred from Queens College is my first Division Three game ever. Um, I was feeling healthy. I, I was feeling great. Uh, so we played against, you know, Franklin Marshall at their tournament is the, and they, I guess they scheduled us because they were the home team and I guess they were the powerhouse or something and, and they thought that they were going to just run through us so they can get to their tournament championship. Um, but that did not happen and we were able to, to win that game um, and, I, and I felt like I played well and I was, you know, getting healthy um, and I was just excited for the year. And so I just remember just feeling like the feeling after the game, just feeling excited like, man, this is going to be a great season, you know, Granville. Um, just a, Ray, Ray De La Cruz, uh, Brian McMahon. There were so many guys, and I was just like, okay, this is this is it. We're gonna, we're gonna make a run here. Uh, so that was extremely fun uh, for me. And if I could go back, I'll I'll go back to that time. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a great game against Franklin and Marshall. I remember watching that on video. Um, let me ask you two uh, two questions. One, uh, tell us about what you're up to today in terms of where you're employed, and two. What can you suggest for students at Brute College? What's your best advice for them to get a job after graduation? Okay, so currently I am a history teacher, sixth grade history teacher at Success Academy Charter School. Um, and I'm also a published author. Um, as far as my advice to student athletes uh, for getting you know, a job after graduation, I would say network as much as possible while you're in school. You don't, you don't know who you're around. You don't know who's going to turn into something else. You, like everybody should be your friend. You should get out there and go to all the networking, um, all the networking events, um, everything that you can go to. Meet as many people as you can. Uh, be kind to people. Uh, get acclimated with your professors and what they do. And if you see someone that's doing something that you want to do, reach out via email and see if you can set up a lunch, a brunch, coffee, or, or anything of that nature. But definitely you want to stay connected. Update your LinkedIn. Um, be active on it. Um, even your social media accounts, I would say, you know, be very professional on there as well. Okay, you're at the time where everybody, everybody checks social media. So not only are they going to check your LinkedIn, they're going to go on there as well. And if you have a public page, all your all, everything that you're doing is visible. So I would say keep that in mind as well. Um, but just generally, um, you you want to network as much as possible. And I, and if I can go back in time, um, you know, I would do that more. I know I told you guys that I was focused on basketball and school. That's all I was doing. If I was in a weight room, if I was in a weight room, I was in a gym. If I wasn't in a gym, I was in a library by myself. 
Um, and if I can go back, I would have found a way to balance that out a little bit more and stay a little bit later and stay for an event instead of, you know, running home. You know, I'm tired. You know what I mean? I'm tired. I've been, I've been here all day. I'm, I'm getting out of here. You know, I'll make that sacrifice and, and uh, make sure I get to these events. I think um, a lot of my problem was I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was so focused on basketball. So I didn't even know where to even network, where to even start. But if you have an idea of what you want to do already, right? If you know you want to go into accounting, I know the Baruch is famous for or the business stuff. So I'm pretty sure some of you are doing that. So if you know you want to do that, if you want to enter education, uh, be intentional about going to these networking events that specifically are geared to what you want to do. Um, and, and make that sacrifice, you know, volunteer, help out with events for free, don't ask for anything, just build connections. Actually, you know what, what you're doing right now is building connections. I can, <laughs> this is, this is, this is the type of things like you're getting connected to John and whoever else comes on that you've interviewed, you can get connected to them. Like if you wanted to, I don't know if one of you wanted to do education, you might, you'd be able to shoot me an email and say, hey, I interviewed you. Now you just built a connection. So I think you all are on the right track already. Yeah, that's really great advice. Uh, would you say you still follow the progress of the teams today? As much as I can. Um, you know, be, you know, playoffs, mostly playoffs. I don't even watch my own TV, to be honest. I don't even watch my own TV. Uh, you know, I keep myself busy, but I try to stay updated when the March comes around, when, you know, the, uh, February, actually, when the playoffs are about to start, CUNYAC playoffs, I, I definitely uh, like to see what's going on there. I'm, I'm, I like the intense games, the, the games that really matter. Um, yeah. Baruch is glad to have your support. And with that, um, what did you like better, being a student athlete or being a coach? That's an easy one. I, I'd much rather play than, than be on the sidelines coaching anybody. Uh, playing, was, playing was the most fun. Coaching, you, you don't have that much control. Uh, a lot of times you... You just sit there and, you, and you're sweating. You're hoping they do. <laughs> you wish you can get out there as a coach and 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 show them how it was. And this is what you're supposed to do. Let me show you. You wish you could, um, but as a player, it, it's nothing better than than being an athlete. There's nothing better than that. You know, being able to express yourself emotionally. You know, be on the court and and run up and down and and there's nothing better than that. If I go back in time, I'd I'd play over coaching any day, ten out of ten times. That's awesome. Last but not least, how was being a student athlete at Baruch College made you the person you are today? So, as I said, I only played four games at Baruch, so I didn't get the full experience. Um, but I, I believe that, you know, the things that I went through at Baruch, you know, the injuries and, you know, the challenges that I went through, it built perseverance in me. Like, I can say I'm battle-tested now. There's not a lot of things that's going to that's gonna deter me, right? Um, I believe that my faith grew stronger during the time and through all the things that I went through at Baruch and even before Baruch. Um, so it built it built my character. So I know, you know, if I can get through some of the things that I went through at Baruch College, there's not there's not a lot that I can't get through. Like I'm gonna I can persevere because I know I've been I've been in through difficult times before. Um, yeah, I think that's that's the answer right there. Abe, let me ask you a question. I'm trying to remember um, before, because I want to ask you about your children's book, which Coach Alisi told me about. We're all very interested in hearing about that. But let me ask you a quick side question. Where, uh, where you were a coach or a player when you guys almost beat Cedar Hall? I'm trying to remember where you were at that time. So I was on, uh, that's the picture I sent you, actually. The um, When I was standing with the suit. Um, right. When the, um, 
you you know, there's only one picture of me on the, on the sideline. But yeah, I was I was coaching. I wish I played in that game. I couldn't. I did have eligibility, but my legs weren't working anymore. <laughs> so I, I thought about it, but uh, I, I I couldn't I couldn't play that year. But I was I was coaching, and that was a great experience too. Uh, we almost won that game. <laughs> I think we were up by I think four or five points at the half, and they had Isaiah Whitehead that year. So. Uh, that was that was great to be on the staff, you know, at a packed house at Seton Hall and and you know be you know competing with them. Dwayne Isaac and, and Brawler played really well. I remember specifically that was Dwayne's freshman year, and he was very impressive to me. Uh, I was like, man, this is what you're doing against Seton Hall. This is Big East, you know, and, and he had he had himself a game. Yeah, I'm bringing that up because that was part of the generation of the basketball team that you were a part of, and. People don't know, but they almost beat Seed Hall. It was on Halloween day. It was a preseason game, but it was treated seriously. And that Seed Hall basketball team, all they did is they went on to win the Big East tournament that year at Madison Square Garden. And our Baruch Bearcats behind Coach Alisi, uh, that team almost upset. And Isaiah Whitehead, that was his, he got eventually drafted by the Brooklyn Nets, if I recall correctly. He had 41 points in that game to avert the upset. Think about that for a second, about the difference that – Division three Brook College that day was was more like a Division one Brook that day. Very very few times we reached that level. Listen, uh, let me just say Isaiah Whitehead that day he would, he was really looking like a draft pick. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I like this guy. This guy is this guy's a real deal. Um, he had himself a game, but we battled and we're well coached, you know. So um, I don't think there's not too many times where a, a coach Elise coach you know team is just going to just get beat up like that. No, it's, it's not that going to happen that much. Yeah, no, you guys were great that day. Um, hey, tell us a little bit about, you wrote a children's book. Tell us, A, how did, where did you get the idea? How long did it take? And where could someone get it? Uh, so the book is here. It's called uh, Brand New Shoes. Um, it's available on Amazon or my website, abachmo.com. Uh, you can order from there. Um, but the inspiration behind writing the book was, you know, me noticing that there is a lack of diversity in children's literature. Um, I work in a school now and I know my experiences um, as a youth, you know, looking through school libraries, looking for a book for myself to read. Um, there's not a lot of relatable stories to black and brown kids. A lot of them, uh, most of the books are geared towards um, uh, uh, white people. So um, I just felt like, you know, I wanted to do something to diversify it. And so I wrote the book. It didn't take that long uh, to write the book, to be honest. Um, it took me 30 minutes to write the book, um, but that's that's just God's grace because I didn't even have a, you know, I didn't even have an idea when I started typing. I started typing and it came out this way. This is what came out. Um, so now um, I want to write more books. I have currently like four or five books already written. It's just now a matter of publishing it. But the overall mission, you know, of me writing books is to diversify children's literature. This book specifically is about hard work. It's about uh, taking accountability. I work in a middle school right now. So what happens is a lot of kids don't like to tell, not even just middle school. This is just general, this is a general thing. Some people don't like to take accountability for uh, what's going on in their life. So they like to make excuses. Um, and so this book right here just talks about, you know, teaches the message of, you know, take accountability for what's going on in your life. Um, don't blame anyone else for what's going on. Um, work hard for your goal, whatever your goal is. Um, and then it also has like a parental tip of, you know, how to motivate your kids and how to, you know, let them know, you know, that you're proud of them when they, when they are doing things that are great. 
Perfect. Thank you so much. And we'll put the address on the uh, on this video when it comes out. We'll be happy to do that. Thank you so much. Uh, listen, Abe, uh, on behalf of everybody on here, um, I think we all learned a little bit of something. We uh, loved hearing about your memories. Um, you know, our student athletes here, um, you know, they're all looking forward to getting back on the court in the playing field next semester. Um, but I know in the meantime, to hear stories about from alumni like such as yourself, and your memories will give you know our kids here opportunities of what they can look forward to next year. So I want to thank you so much for your time. Um, you've been a great interview, and do please keep us up to date on what you're doing in the future. And uh, you know, uh, all goes well. We'll we'll probably see you uh, next year at a basketball game in the Arc Arena. Hopefully, I definitely want to get back there. Maybe an alumni game too, if possible. Yeah, the alumni games are always very serious every year. You know, who scores the most points? Uh, people think a CUNYAC basketball game is intense. They should see the Brute men's basketball alumni game. You know, <laughs> guys. Who's got to be on my team? I'm, I'm going to text him anytime that happens. He's going to be on my team. And then, you know, <laughs> whoever, whoever's going against us is going to get it. Thanks for visiting the Brute College Athletics Podcast. To listen to this podcast, you can find it on Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, to name the few. And don't forget also to visit our athletic website, brookathletics.com. This has been a presentation of the Brook College Sports Information Department.